Hello, and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, your host, and I am so happy you are here. Today's conversation is with my friend Lauren Salon, who is a total badass powerhouse. Lauren is a multi-passionate entrepreneur, speaker, podcast host, thought leader, and real estate investor. She's a coach and mentor for women who want to step into new levels of authenticity, confidence, sexual expression, magnetism, alignment, and abundance. She also owns a PR and marketing agency supporting heart-centered leaders in elevating their credibility, authority, and expanding their visibility. She is a multifaceted queen. Can you tell why we are friends? You guys, in this episode, we get into so many juicy topics. We talk about feminine and masculine energetics. We talk about sexual, sensual energy. We talk about magnetism. We talk about confidence. We talk about why people get so weird when we talk about sex. We also talk about the connection that sex has to money. It is such a good conversation. Make sure you listen, take a screenshot, tag a friend, share it on Instagram. We would love to see your biggest takeaways. And before we get started, I want to remind you of my four-month mastermind, your non-typical mastermind called Sex Money Magic. It is designed for the woman who wants to feel alive in the bedroom, turned on by her bank account, and like there is no one that she trusts more than herself. This is for you if you want to be lit the fuck up about the idea of a hot sex life and more money and not triggered by it. This is for you if you want more richness in your sensuality, sexuality, and circle of influence. This is for you if you are ready for next level intuition and an expansion of your finances, your future, and your unfuck with ability. And this is for you if you have full ownership of your energy, you manage your own triggers, and you're ready to play a big fucking game. This is for the woman who doesn't just know she can have it all, but she's committed to having it all. Something that I'm super excited about is that Lauren is actually one of our guest experts diving into pleasure. Oh, I cannot wait. You're going to love Lauren. You're going to love Sex Money Magic. Make sure you apply today. And I should mention, we have a really juicy Friends with Benefits discount. So when you bring a sister into our council, the Sex Money Magic Council, a sister who also is in alignment with expansion, sensuality, wanting more for her life and wanting to be in the presence of other powerful women, you both get a really juicy discount. So it is a win-win-win all the way around. Do not sit. Do not wait. I am encouraging you to dive in, apply today, grab your crown, sister. We ride at dawn. Well, not really dawn, but you know, we start November 30th, so don't sit. Enjoy today's episode. Send us DMs, Lauren Salon and Samantha Joe Harvey. Let us know what resonates, and I hope to see you in the DMs and Sex Money Magic. Lauren Salon, OMG. You are like my twin sister. It's kind of wild. I know. I know. And we can like get into that, but like, yes. I am so excited you're here, but go ahead. I'm so excited to be here. No, I was going to say that I remember one of my girlfriends like a year ago. So well before you and I even connected in person, which was only like six months ago, if that, and somebody sent me your stuff like a year ago and was like, oh my God, do you know her? Like you got like you guys are like twins, like all the fucking cheetah print and the like full <laughs> lipstick and that like sass and the confidence and what you're talking about. Like, how do you guys you guys don't know each other? I'm like, whoa, who is this girl? She's she, yeah, we're like we're similar versions of human. <laughs> it's 
I'm so excited you're here because I'm like, I have no idea what we're talking about, but I know it's going to be epic and fire and amazing because we do similar things, but we bring yes. our own energy into it. And so I feel like you just bring this flavor that is super spicy that I am excited to dive into. So you yeah. are, you're all about like divine feminine and masculine, the sexual energy, sensuality, um, obviously confidence and you know, before we dive into those things, I would love to do just a super brief overview of how you got to this point. Cause everyone's yeah. journeys are so unique and so different. I know that, um, you know, the listeners like love hearing where people come from, um, as a reminder that whatever you start out as your chapter one, your chapter two, your chapter 10 does not equal your chapter 20. So can you give yeah. us a brief background of who Lauren is and, and what brought you to this space? Absolutely. So as him said, Lauren Salon, I grew up in Northern California and the bulk of my career has actually been in the PR and marketing space. So right out of college, went right into working at an ad agency and then did some like kind of, uh, creative work as well. Like thought about being a creative director. So did a few things in art, um, and then worked at a PR agency in Santa Barbara actually, and was there for about four years. And, Ultimately, like what it was very much not the type of PR that I wanted to do. It was in the hospital and healthcare system industry, which like we had so much, we were doing great work, had so much work to do. Like we were growing very fast and I was working on a crisis PR team, like in the crisis communications side of the business. And because we were a new agency and scaling really fast, like and very good at what we were doing. Like we always had way too much more work than we could handle. Right. And like, for example, by the time I left, I was there four years when I was, I got hired. I was the seventh employee. By the time I left, we had two offices and about 30 or 40 employees. And so grew very fast. And as you can imagine, like working in crisis PR, that's when like shit hits the fan and people need you to literally like come in and save them because they have no other options. Right. And so, yeah. So all of our clients are like, save us. We're in an emergency situation. Right. Like all that, which as a former, like uh workaholic overachiever, perfectionist, like finds my self-worth in the things that I'm doing and how hard I'm working and how many accomplishments and achievements I have. Right. Perfect disaster for massive burnout and like lack of fulfillment and all this kind of stuff. And so my last year there, I was pretty freaking miserable. I was burnt out. I was working like 60 to 80 hours a week. I was like, I, I was in my mid twenties or something. And like in this place where I felt like I was like too far into my career to like change paths, which is so funny to me now, because I'm like, yo, I change like what I'm doing every six months now. I'm like, like not like really on the super fundamental level, but I'm like, do I want to still offer that now? No. Okay. Then don't, you know, like, and so it's just so silly, like 25 year old me or however old I was being like, I'm too far into my career. I can't change directions now. I might as well, I just have to stick it out and suffer. Yeah. Right. Right. And so I ended up leaving for two big reasons, but like, it was like bad. Like I was 
we'd never felt like we could like leave to like for an hour lunch break or anything like that. Like you ate your lunch at your desk. I would have like a panic attack in the bathroom, like once a week, like anxiety attack, just like go in the bathroom to fucking cry just cause I was so overwhelmed and just like, ugh, you know, anyway. So finally decided to leave for kind of two main reasons to do work that I was more excited about, felt more passionate about, like what just was more in alignment, the work that I was doing. And then really to have more control over how I was living my life, how I was spending my time, my energy, all of that. So being able to like choose the kind of work that I did, who I worked with, when I worked, where, all of that. And I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted the next thing to be, but I knew it just like couldn't be more of this. So I jumped right into doing some consulting on PR and marketing things. And um, about a year or so into that, started a fitness business, which I, I did some time in, in network marketing as well, which I know you are still doing and started using the products for a health and wellness company was like, and mainly just for health stuff. Cause I was like, let's like, you know, I'm, I'm like back into kind of being a workaholic, even though I'm working for myself, let's like, right. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's the inner stuff as we know, like that, that needs to get adjusted. And, and so, yeah, started up a fitness business, um, had like even did personal training online programs. So it wasn't just network marketing. So had my marketing and PR business, PR business, or sorry, already said that fitness business and started, I got to this point. Um, this was actually like in 2019 or so where, well, 2019 dealt with some depression that year and was feeling really unmotivated in my business. And at the end of 2019 started to come out of that and like get re-inspired in my PR business. And, um, then of course like COVID hit early 2020. And I, at that time had been working at a gym as well, like 2019 with the depression and everything. Like I was like, I just need a little, I need a fucking break. Like, I don't want it. I'm not excited about my business. I need to be around people. I was doing fitness competitions at the time too. So I was like, let's just like do something easy. I'll train out of a gym just so I have that like clear start and end time. And I'm around humans and I'm learning more in the fitness space. Right. And then once COVID happened, gyms in Los Angeles all shut down. And I was like, Oh, like literally that income stream disappeared like in a week. Right. And I still had some like private clients, online stuff, that kind of stuff going on. But I had also like in the end of 2019 had had started to like find that inspiration back in my business as well. So I was like getting ready to jump back in, but kind of dragging my feet. Cause I'm like, but like, I love my fitness clients and I love blah, 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 And it's so good. And why would I turn down this money when it's like so easy, that sort of thing. And then like COVID happens. I was like, well, there we go. We pivoted. I've been saying I was ready to pivot back into my business and we just did it. Right. And so I scaled my business, my PR marketing business, um, from, I mean, like I had been doing that business for a while, but because I kind of took a break from it in 2019, like pretty much built that up from like zero to like, I let it pretty much like go to nothing, built that up from zero to multiple six figures in like six months in 2020. And which was beautiful. And then with 2020, I know this is like a, a long story, but I'm, we're at the end. So in that May of 2020, when that was when my PR business really got some big momentum, had my highest month that I've ever had in business, which was more than I had made the entire year before. 
that same month, like the world pretty much shut down and just about that, or like, you know, the month that the world had shut down, like in March, but like May, not that much later, May, my ex-husband and I decided to end our marriage as well. And so all of that happened like at the same time. And I had been getting into divine feminine, divine masculine, like energetics type stuff a little bit before that, just realizing how much of a need I had, um, for that in myself and all of that happening, the business, the business COVID marriage or divorce stuff really opened the door for like the next level of healing and inner work and all of that, where I really, really did so much more of that healing my like overworked, unhealthy masculine, learning to trust my divine feminine, strengthen it, not lean into the wounded feminine energy traits, like all that kind of stuff. And so that really was like 2020 was a massive year of healing for me. And, um, which, which led us to where we're at now. So what we're end of 2022 and I still have my PR business. I, this year started a real estate business as well, which was kind of accidental, like, Oh, accidental, another six figure business. Awesome. And then also in the past year have been, um, doing a lot in the world of emotional intelligence, divine feminine and masculine energetics, um, like magnetism, confidence, all of that. Damn girl. (laughs) Thanks. So good. I mean, there were so many pieces in there. Like, you know, I know that I really resonate with so many things, but I want to go back to that workaholic overachiever self-worth through achieving the burnout. What was the turning point for you in that? Is that when you started the personal development or, you know, was there like a before and after or choice point? Uh, I love this question. Um, I, it's so funny because fun fact, y'all listening, I'm interviewing Sam for my podcast, like immediately after this. And that is literally one of the questions I have for you. (laughs) Of course, course it is. Of course, of course, obviously it would be. Um, so I'm like, cause we have such similar, like, cause when we, you and I don't really know each other that well, but like such similar stuff, right. It's 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 crazy and stories and experiences. So, um, yes, I jumped into personal development when I, within my first year, I think of running my own business, like hired a business coach, that sort of thing. And it's so funny, like looking back at like your first coaches and stuff, I'm like, that's what I really thought was the best option to work with back then. Okay, cool. And like, you know, still got things out of it, but I'm like, my, my discernment on what will help me is so different now. Um, so yeah, so got into like, yeah, business coach and that kind of stuff back in the pretty early stages of things. Um, but I would say like, I really jumped into personal development with my network marketing business. Um, cause there's so, it was so much like amazing business training, um, personal development work. Like I loved that. And that's one of the things that I absolutely like love so much about doing that business. Um, but when it comes to, but the, like the biggest kind of aha moment of really guiding me to focus on my relationship with my worth was a girlfriend of mine. Actually, um, we were, I was like a year or so. No, I was like a couple years into running my business and was in this place where I was like, never had enough time in the day, never ending to-do list was like, okay, like I'm making okay money, but like, 
I feel like I should be making more for the amount of energy and time that I am spending. Like, why is it this fucking hard? You know, like it shouldn't be this hard, but I can't work more. So like, what am I doing wrong? You know? And so I'm talking to my girlfriend and she was talking, she was like, yeah, this is, this is a self-worth issue. Like this is a worthiness thing. And I like hadn't, didn't really even fucking know what like self-worth was and stuff. And I was like, um, no, like I'm super confident. Like I don't have any confidence issues or anything like that. What are you talking about? I was like, I'm sorry, (laughs) you've met me. Right. And, and she was like, no, let me ask you a question. She's like, if I told you that tomorrow you weren't allowed to work, you couldn't work at all. And you had to just sit on your couch and watch Netflix all day. And that's what you had to do. How would that make you feel? And my immediate response was Ugh, worthless. And she's like, Hmm. And I was like, you little brat. I was like, no, I was like, fine. So that was when I was like, okay. And I'm like, oh yeah, obviously that makes sense because like I had noticed before too, like when I, so much of like what I thought the problem was, right. was like, oh, my, that last agency I worked at that they were like, yeah, there were a lot of issues there. Like, yes. And they, that agency grew really fast. A lot of ineffective growing pains that happened. Right. But you know, it was easy back then to be like, oh, well, we have so much work. And like, my boss is making me da, 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 blame the agency, blame the company, the boss, whatever it was on the situation. But then I realized, oh, wait a second. Now I still feel like I have a never ending to-do list. I don't have enough time in the day to get everything done. I'm not making as much as I want to be like all this stuff. I'm allowing clients to call me at 10 PM, like this kind of bullshit. And I'm like, but now I'm the boss. So like, I can't blame anyone else on this. So like, I'm the problem. Great. Right. And so that with then my friend being like, oh, Hey, who's she's a coach being like, Hey, this is a worthiness thing. I was like, oh, I guess I, I have some like heart and soul rewiring to do not like new strategy. So Mm. that was a big, a big, that was like my major. And that was like in 2018 was like my big like wake up call around my worthiness. That's so good. I I just, I know so many women, um, do tie their worth to what, what the scale says, what their bank account says, how many abs they have, um, you know, whatever they're checking off the list again, like checking off another to-do list. So what do you say to a woman who, who is dealing with that like burnout, that overwhelm, that exhaustion, that like running to the bathroom, crying because she's so overwhelmed and doesn't know what to do. Do you have any advice for her? Uh, I mean, when you're in that situation, I think, you know, that like something's not working. Right. And so much of the time, I think we stay, and I know I stayed in that place. Cause I felt like I had no other options really. And again, I was like, well, I'm running out of time. And if I want to be here, like, right. I just, I'm going to suck it up. Like this is good. Like, this is, I like, and, and it's so interesting because I was kind of like this in my marriage, right? Like, well, this is the best that you've had sort of thing. So you have to force yourself to be happy in it. Um, when like, that's so not true. Right. And so something when, like when people are unhappy, with what they're doing. Right. And like, it's different if it's something that you love and is aligned and you just have bad time management, bad energy management, or 
like need to work on that relationship with yourself to get better boundaries and stuff like that. But if, if, if the thing that you're doing is truly not what you want to be doing and not in alignment and not part of your big picture vision, I'll usually just start with like, okay, if you had all the money in the universe, right. You didn't have to worry about money. Think about money in any way. Like everything was taken care of plenty of money in the bank to do everything. How would you spend your time? Like, what would you do? Like if you were going to start a business for fun, right. What would it be? And then lean in that direction. And it may not be right. Like it may not be like, Oh, then quit your job and start that business. Right. It might be like, okay, well then where can you start learning to do this thing? Is there a course that you can take to learn how to do this? So you can then leave. Is there a part-time job that you can get like that gets your foot in the door doing this other things that you can leave the thing you don't like sooner, right? Like how can you then move in the direction of the thing that is exciting to you? The thing that does feel in alignment and start taking those, those steps while of course, also working on whatever inner work gets to happen that like, you know, led you into the like place where you're currently at. Mm, So good. I I love, I, I totally do the same thing. Like what are the passions how can you do more of that? How can you be more of that? How can you feel more of that? So of course we're, we're on the same page, but you said something interesting and I want you to go deeper into, you said time management or energy management. I think most people understand what time management is. Can you talk a little bit about what energy management means to you? Sure. Um, I mean, in the masculine feminine sense of things, which is, is, how I structure my time now in my business a lot of the time, like for example, Mondays are typically masculine energy days for me. So that's like, I'm delegating, I'm checking in with my team. It's pretty much always an internal day, but I'm like a lot of to do's a lot of like, like I said, delegating, like leading, like, okay. Like, you know, looking at all the pieces, whereas a like Thursdays, like today are typically podcast days. And while speaking is a masculine energy activity, when I get to just like sit and be me and connect, right? Like this is such a mass, a feminine energy kind of day for me. So that's one thing. And one thing that I found really, really supportive is because like, it's so hard if you're like, oh my gosh, okay. So I'm going to plan out, like, I'm going to check in on all my projects. I'm going to delegate to my team and I'm going to do all that. And then I'm going to take an hour break and I'm going to do something super creative for an hour. And then I'm going to go back. Right. And you're like, no, like, your brain doesn't work super well like that. It's like, wait, okay. So now my brain has to tap into a whole different side and like a whole different area and do it right. And like, get up to speed. Okay. Now we've got some momentum. Oh, well it's 30 minutes have gone by and you've got 30 minutes. Right. And then switch back into like, go, go like execute like masculine mode. So that is something that's been really beautiful for, for me and something I encourage clients to do as well as like think of your activities and your week and your days with that masculine versus feminine energy balance. But then also like thinking about, so like, if you are like with energy management, time management, that kind of stuff, like if you're spending a lot of your time and energy doing shit that you don't enjoy doing that someone else could be doing, like that's an area to make changes right? So that again, your energy, right? So like I used to early in my business when I was doing like, yes, still PR, but also like managing people's social medias, doing websites, like all the things, right? I can make a website. 
it takes so much more energy from me. Like my brain will hurt. Like I know basic coding and shit like that. Like it hurts my brain and it takes a lot more time. And so like I can work on a website and it'll fucking exhaust me, but I'll maybe have spent like an hour or two on it. Whereas like an hour or two of doing this stuff that really lights me up, I'm not going to feel completely depleted. Right. So managing your energy too, and staying as best as possible in the, your zone of genius and in the things that feed your soul rather than like really drain you too. Uh, just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Right. right? Exactly. The biggest lesson that I have learned to support me in scaling my business and yes. living a happier life. Yes. So glad you, yeah, you and touched like, on that. Yeah. And other like energy management things too, are like the, like emotional intelligence, right. And like managing your energetic state too. So like if you wake up and you're feeling shitty, that's going to influence the entire rest of your day. So like the self-awareness there to be like, Ooh, I feel like crap. Let's like spend 10 minutes, 15 minutes, maybe an hour if I need it to like get my energy, right. My mood, right. My mind back on track and then jump into all the things. So like even, yeah, so many, so many fine, so many little tweaks we can make. I think that's awesome. I really also love that structuring your business based on the masculine and feminine. If we can go further down that road, because I've had so many conversations with women that are um, like, how do I tap into my feminine? How do I do this? Because what I have seen and what I have learned is that people feel like tapping into your feminine energy just means like wearing a dress or not speaking up for yourself. Or, Or we have this really, I feel like a lot of women have this, um, strange relationship to toxic masculine where they're afraid of the masculine, but it's really, they're afraid of the toxic masculine. And they're like, I have no idea how to even tap into my feminine. I was talking to someone yesterday who was like, I, I want to, I know what it's like to look feminine. I know what it's like to move as the feminine, but I don't know what it's like to feel being Mm. in my feminine. And I'm curious Mm. if you have thoughts on that. I mean, obviously, so chills with it too. Um, yeah. And I can, I can relate to what you said too, because I wasn't, I was in healthy masculine a lot, but also in unhealthy masculine when I was there and like very little of my feminine, right. Very little of my feminine. And so when I finally started to lean into trust and heal the feminine, I like left the masculine in a lot of ways. And then I got into like wounded feminine of like, Oh, I've made these commitments to myself to do by this date or by today or whatever, by the end of the week. I don't feel like it. And then that's what won, right? The like, the like feminine wounded feminine in her feelings that had zero structure from the masculine. I was like, I don't feel like it. And I was like, this is not effective actually. And so for me, I was scared to go back into the masculine of having structure, focus, consistency, follow through because, and not that those things are unhealthy. They're not by any means, but I was scared to go back there because I was like, no, because in the past, when I've gone to the masculine, it led to burnout. And like, I, I went too hard on that direction. Um, so 2022 has been my year of like harmony between the two, which has been beautiful. Um, but things that you can do to be in your feminine more. So feminine is the being right. And I'm, have you, does your audience familiar with like, we do have that kind of stuff? Yeah. But you know what? Go, go for it. Yeah. Hear so, it again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So essentially like the, the idea of be, do have, or like thoughts, feelings, actions, results, same concept is if you want to have something in your life, a certain result or whatever it is, money relationship, you name it, then in order to get that, 
you must not just do things different, but go back to how you're thinking and feeling, AKA how you are being and change who you're being so that then you're going to do different actions, right? So that you can have different results. So if you don't like the results that you have in your life, go back to how you're thinking and how you're feeling, and then you're going to act differently and then have different results. And the thing about this, the B do have the B piece, that's the feminine, right? So the energetic framework that like the vibe, that's the feminine. And so thinking about getting in tune with, okay, how do I feel right? Feelings and emotions are feminine energy. How do I feel right? So getting more in tune with your feelings, um, other examples, like dance, obviously very feminine energy activity, um, pleasure, right? So experiencing more pleasure, sensuality, and like sexual expression as well, but even sensuality in this, in the, in terms of like being more connected to your senses, right? Doesn't have to be in a sexual way, but being more connected to your senses of like, again, that being piece, the like presence and stillness and like being, right? So, okay. Like if I'm sitting here, like I can, I literally just close my eyes. If like, I don't know if this is going on YouTube or anything like that or whatever, but like right now, even like to connect with your feminine in an instant is like closing your eyes and like, okay, what in this exact present moment, like, what am I feeling and what's my body experiencing? Like what senses, like what sensory like situation is going on. I'm like, Oh, my foot feels a little cold. Cause I don't have a sock on. And like, but the rest of my body feels cozy. My, like my chest feels warm and like happy and yeah, I feel calm, grounded, right? Like that, just tuning in to your body and getting in touch with like any emotions or s- sensory experiences that are going on real quick way to get into your feminine being creative. That is feminine energy. Um, listening is a feminine energy activity, receiving feminine energy. Um, yeah, like so many, I've, I mean, we could go so many directions with that. Oh, good. So good. I closed my eyes and I did that too. If you're driving, obviously don't close your eyes and do all that stuff, but I love that prompt. I use it a lot for my clients that are dealing with anxiety or they're overstressed or they're yes. freaking out to call in presence in that moment. And I've never heard it uh, through the lens of femininity or masculinity. Yeah. So because, I love that. Cause if you think of anxiety, right. Anxiety is, is you're getting fixated in a, like a mental spiral of fear of what's going to happen. Right. And so you're not in the present and, and you're stuck in your head. So being stuck in your head is an unhealthy masculine energy activity. Right. And so like, okay, let's get back into the body and in the like exact present moment. Yeah. Juicy, 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 juicy. Okay. So we're starting to get down into the sensuality and the sexuality and the pleasure. And I know that you love jamming on this. And before we even go into it, I'm really curious what your journey was from being this empowered woman, because you are this confident, empowered woman to really turning up the volume, turning up the spice and owning the sensuality piece, owning the sexuality piece. Yes. Ooh, such a good question. Cause it's been a like complicated journey for me. So I, 
have always, I've always gotten attention for how I look since ever since I can remember. And I've been very aware of that as well and learned pretty quickly that I could get things that I want by leveraging how I look. Right. And, and so, yeah, so my entire life having a lot of attention, whether it is good, bad, wanted, unwanted, appropriate, inappropriate, you name it for how I, how I look on the outside. Right. And which is like one of, one of the factors that contributed to the like overachiever workaholic perfectionist thing, because I'm like, well, I'm not just pretty. See, I'm good at sports. I'm smart too. Um, but that gave me a very, um, or led to me having a very, uh, just challenging relationship with my sensuality and with my sexuality and myself as a sexual creature, because, because there was like this, I was like at opposition to it too, because I'm like, oh, I know I can use this for good or evil if I want. But I also know that because of that, I am thought of in different ways and I am like objectified or I get a lot of attention I don't want and da, 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 and like have been sexually assaulted, like, like all the, th- right. And so like, it's not always on my team, right? Like this part of me is not always, we're not always on the same team because what, comes with that also is a lot of stuff I don't want to. And so always kind of had this like tension with it. Um, and, and then even like in starting my own business too, it was like, oh, well, if I want to be seen as smart or successful or serious or a professional, then I can't also be sexy. Right. And if I choose to be sexy, like, like I said, I had a fitness business for several years. And so I was posting more fitnessy body content. Right. And so I'm like, Oh, if I go down the, that route, like I could go real hard into this direction of like the booty shots and stuff like that, and probably blow up my social media like crazy, but then I'm really committing to that direction. And so, yeah, so I always had this like, Oh, I can't be both. Don't show that like be goofy or be serious, but don't really be sexy. And, and so, yeah, so had this like tension with it for a long time. And part of my like big awakening in like, whether it's around worth or stuff like that, but really in 2020 was like also a sexual awakening. Right. And really taking ownership of it. I mean, like, you know what, actually like my, I, I have a whole program called sacral, which is in our sacral chakra. That's where our sexual energy, our creative energy lives. And I, if y'all are familiar with human design, I am a sacral authority generator. And like several people who've looked at my freaking charts are like, Whoa, you have an insane, like amount of sexual energy. I'm like, yes, (laughs) accurate. Right. And so that for me and for everyone listening, like that is a part of who we are. Right. And so if you're, so like for me, making myself wrong, for my sensuality, my appearance, whatever it was, or, or having just like not fully accepting that embracing it or like feeling shame around it or guilt or like whatever kind of muddy feelings I had, like I'm shutting off a whole, not only am I like making myself wrong for myself, but shutting off a whole massive, like power source and energy source, right. And putting shame into something that is beautiful and so fucking powerful. Right. And so, so yeah, so it took a lot of, a lot of work to really own that. Um, and it's really been in the last couple of years that I healed that, that relationship of like my, with my sensuality and like being able to 
to own all of that, but then also feel like I can be taken seriously um, too. Cause like, I don't know how many times I've heard like for a long time and many times like, oh wow, I didn't like, based on looking at you, I wouldn't know you're smart. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. Yes. Oh, it's so surprising that you've done. Like, oh, that you can like... be pretty and smart. <laughs> oh, I've, I've experienced some of that myself and it's, it's wild. It's wild. And, and I'm, I know for a long time for me, I dimmed and I hid and I lessened and it, it for same, same too, in the last couple of years, it's been like, fuck that. We are turning up the volume on who I actually am. Like yeah. we're vibrant colors here. We're not black and white and I don't fit in a fucking box. And I know yes. that you don't either. And like so much of what, and I imagine you as well, like so much of what I, people come to me for and ask me for is is the like, oh my gosh, your energy. Oh my gosh, your energy, like always. And, and the last couple of years, I'm like, how the fuck do I bottle this up? Because that's the product. Right. And so I'm like, okay, so we've pretty much have figured that out. Like that's, that's what we're doing now, but that, and, and I like one as women, right. Like with our bodies being able to create humans, like that is such, that is fucking power. Like that is power. And whether you choose to do anything with it or not, like we possess a huge amount of power in our bodies. And so that sexual energy, right? Like that is fucking potent magic and so much of our magnetism as well. That like it factor, like, oh my gosh, your energy, your energy, your energy is a lot of that energy too. Right. And, and just so we're on the same page, everyone, like sexual energy is not just about sex right? Like by any means, like it covers so many different things, but like that thing. And so that it factor of like, oh my gosh, your energy, I just want to be around you. I just want to, whatever it is. I'm like, so much of that for me is that sacral chakra fucking sauciness, right? Yes, yes, (laughs) yes, yes. That was actually one of the things I was going to ask you is, is this connection between money, creativity, and sensuality. Like we know you and I know it's all yes. the sacral chakra, but I'm actually curious. Why do you think that talking about sex makes women so uncomfortable? And it's money know. too. It's money too, because anytime I, bring I up love talking topics, about sex, <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you do. And, and I'm yeah. just, you know, it's been fascinating in the last like couple of weeks. I've, I've started to like open up these conversations and it I have found that it's really triggering for a lot of people and yeah, yeah. no, I was going to say, I would say that like women are likely more uncomfortable talking about sex for a few reasons. Like one, because like talking about sex may not be seen as ladylike, right? Like not that we're actually thinking that like, but with society culturally, right? Like, oh, not as appropriate for women to talk about fucking or whatever. Right. Um, and Yeah. And so it might like, feel like, oh no, that's like men do that. And so we, as women shouldn't be like, it's less, less accepted and stuff. And, and there has also been this like idea that women are not as sexually active or don't enjoy sex as much as men. Right. Like that, which is bullshit. And, and so, so yeah, so there's like a lot of conditioning around it too. Like, oh, it's not as ladylike or feminine or like, oh my gosh, like so vulgar, like that sort of thing. Right. But um, yeah. And I think too, like if, I mean, women's bodies like can be complicated, right? Like, honestly, like guys could not handle having a woman's bodies. Like 
I know they'd be trying, but like, <laughs> uh, yeah, like high, like so much happens in a woman's body. Right. And sometimes like, you know, it can take some time to figure out what you like and things like that. And so I think there can also be a lot of shame too, for women. If like you have difficulty having orgasms or something like that. Right. And like, so yeah. 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 And, and again, thinking that it's like an extra too, right? Like that it's like, oh, well, sex is okay. Or my sex life is okay. Right. Like that. It's not, yeah. That your, your sexual identity or your sex life, whether that's with yourself or with somebody else, like, but that thinking that that part of us is like an optional extra. And I'm not saying like, you have to like, here's, here's what you should be doing. No, not at all. Right. Like whatever works for you, but, but yeah, thinking that that's this extra thing. And if it's like, if it sucks, right. And you aren't having orgasms, then people just like, are like, well, okay, that's just how I am. And it's like, no, 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 <laughs> no. Like, cause I believe and based on results, this is also true in my life that when I am having better sex and feeling like when I'm having great, amazing sex and having more orgasms more frequently, I'm making a lot more money too. Because again, you're activating that sacral chakra energy, fucking magnetic as shit, right? You're feeling good. Like you've got all these like delicious hormones and chemicals and things activating in your body. And if we want to receive and attract into our life, big fucking amounts of money, we got to be good at receiving. And that is a very feminine, one of our divine feminine gifts, right? Receiving, whether it is money or in the bedroom. So if you're not able to receive well in the bedroom, you're probably not going to be able to receive big amounts of money either. Girl, I want a fat bank account and even juicier sex. Like yeah. I want it all. <laughs> I want it all. Yes. And I think that that's what we get to have. That is what yes. we get to have. Having. <laughs> <laughs> I will claim that right now. Thank you very yes. much. Thank you. And so it is. <laughs> and so it is. Uh, I feel like we could talk for like another three hours. So okay. this has been amazing, um, but we're not going to talk for another three hours, but I'm curious just to like wrap up this sex and sensuality piece. Do you have any advice or tips for women who are like, I just, I hear you. Yes. I want more of this, but I have no idea where to start. Like I'm yes. uncomfortable in my body. I don't know if I feel comfortable asking for what I want from my partner. Like it's, it's tumbleweeds in the, in the vajay and in my bank account. What do I do? So like I can send you in so many different directions, but I'm going to send you to two directions that I, that I have, right. Of course. So I have a mirror work program called it's completely free called reflected. If you go to my Instagram and I'll of course send it to Sam so she can put it in show notes and all of that, but it's called reflected. It is a free four day mirror work experience, which is very much about connecting with yourself. And it's such a beautiful, like feminine embodiment practice. Um, so highly recommend that. That's one of my favorite practices for embodiment, self-love shadow work, even like all the things. Um, and then I also have a divine feminine masterclass. I think it was like two hours or something called surrender. So again, about surrendering into your feminine energy and, and really learning how to like trust that. Um, and it can be something as small as you guys, like, like if you're like, Ooh, this sounds awesome. And like, fuck, I'm kind of scared is like, it can be so much as like 
noticing how you accept compliments, right? If someone compliments you and instead of being like, no, you are, or no, I'm not right. Or brushing it off, making eye contact with them, taking a breath, letting whatever that compliment is land and saying, thank you so much. Right. Like that is receiving and honoring yourself. Um, yeah. Like even just like little things, like that's like such a simple, easy one. Right. I love that one. I, when I was dating, when I was doing all the hinge dates, I had that moment. This was a really beautiful mirror. Like I would want to go pay. Cause I want to be like, no, like I can take care of myself and I can do this, but I would literally sit on my hands as uncomfortable as I was and allow the man to pay. And it, it started off as a very challenging thing. And then it was like, oh yes, no, I received like, thank you so much for taking me out on this great date. And that was another simple one. I think another one that I like too, is when we're at the grocery store, you're anywhere. And instead of saying, um, I'm sorry, as you scoot past someone or, you know, you're getting out of the way instead you, you take up space and you say, Oh, excuse me. Thank you. Not, I'm sorry. sorry. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Over apologizing. Um, just like wounded feminine. Yeah. Taking up space. Um, and I love these options. Like, I think the more that we know about ourselves, the more confident we can feel, Yeah. whether it's like getting your blood work done and understanding what your biology, you know, what's happening in there or going to the gym and actually taking care of your physical health, your nutrition, yes. or, you know, doing one of these courses where you can truly become comfortable with, with who you are in the world yeah. and owning that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Lauren, this has been so, so fun. Again, I feel like we could do like three more hours, Yeah. but (laughs) I do have one last question. And before we get there, can you tell people where we can find you? Absolutely. So you can find like, I'm most active on Instagram. It's Lauren salon. That's S A L A U N. And yeah, I'm all, all the links in my bio, all of that. Like, I would love for, if like you got something out of this, you have a question, anything like that, like slide into the DM, say, hi, ask a question, you name it. Um, yeah. And my Instagram also has all the links to my programs, everything like that. Beautiful. And you guys, if you like this episode, first of all, send it to a girlfriend because everyone needs some more sexual energy in their life, but also tag us at Samantha Joe Harvey and at Lauren salon. And all right, Lauren, last question. You're in an elevator. You're with a woman who you've never met before. You have 11 floors and she looks at you and she's like, Lauren, how do I live my life full out? What do you tell her? I would tell her to get in tune with what really lights her up, what really sets her soul on fire, what really is like so delicious and exciting and just like amazing that she loves to do do and do more of that. And anything that's not working or not in alignment that she needs to let go of, like fucking let go of it, right? Like figure out how to let go of it. So like get into alignment and then to like chase after your desires and the stuff that excites you and lights you up and like, yeah, own it. And, and also just to like, really like own who you are and to love all the sides of you. Right. Like it's, I think that's a work in progress so much of the time. Like I even sometimes like sometimes like often, right. You're like, why do I do this? Or why? And then I'm like, hold up let's not talk to ourselves this way. Right. If I don't like it, like, let's talk a little bit more kindly and we can shift that way, but yeah, owning and like loving all the sides of yourself, even the stuff that you're working on or working on shifting. 
That's what I would say. Like, yeah, get into massive alignment, like dream, like fucking big and chase after it. Cause you can make it happen as cheesy as that sounds. And then like fucking love yourself deeply. Fucking love yourself deeply <laughs> on that note. Thanks for being here. You guys have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.